Well, I've made it. Surprise, surprise. I'm surprised. I've made it. I'm sorry I'm late, but I am here. It is uh, It is a cold and almost snowy January 18th, 2024. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. My streak for posting the new Top 20 uh, has ended, ladies and gentlemen, has ended. I got to a streak of one. Here I am on the far side of not doing it. I'm going to try and do it again later and just post to try and remind people that Top 20 even exists. But, like, honestly, at this point, does it even I'm so tired at this point of just, like, pushing something that nobody cares about. (laughs) I don't know. I guess that's what, like, Chris Christie must have felt like right before he dropped out of the race. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Christie jokes. Uh, we'll talk a little politics later on today, uh, probably during the top 20, just because I mainly have nothing else to talk about, and it's kind of all that's really uh, in my mind. I do have interesting news from the world of Rebel 9, probably. Uh, interesting to some degree, but uh, I said we just uh, just skip all the hoo-ha-ha, or whatever, hoot-nanny, hoo-ha-ha, get right to some uh, like uh, light housekeeping, ladies and light housekeeping. <clears throat> So there is a brand new top 20 out. Uh, I don't know what it is, so I'm going to read this piece of paper to jog my memory. It is the uh, the biggest lesson, episode 159. Jesus, really? Why? Why is that? Episode 159 of the top 20 is out today on Strangerhood TV. You can check it out. You can give it a like. You can subscribe. You can comment. I even, like, I'll even get back to you uh, answering some comment- comments on there because I feel like that's a good way to interact people plus if somebody takes the time to put a comment on there the very least i can do is answer it back so i always do try uh but it talks about my overwhelming sense of accomplishment which ironically enough was posting about the top 20 from last week because i actually got to like post that into my story something i did not get to do today uh not necessarily because i slack but because i mean i feel like anybody that works for a living or has ever worked for a living like understands what it's like to just sort of walk into Maybe not chaos, because chaos wouldn't exactly be the right word, but, like, walk into, like, full swing of work, (laughs) right? Like, you just put your toe in, and it's like, whoa, here we go. Like, you ever step on one of those moving sidewalks at, like, JFK? It's that, but it's at work and and in the morning. I had a... I'll I'll talk about me more. (laughs) In a minute, i got to finish my housekeeping. Uh, so, Bacon is my podcast. They have Etched in Embers. That's uh, the full interview from Monday. Uh, coming up tomorrow is uh, they have a paranormal investigator for the uh, for the seven questions. Uh, and Discussions and Drinks, they do uh, Jimmy's Nostalgic uh, Tasting Part 2, and also Mike needs to be more productive. Uh, what's probably more interesting to me is the new campaign that Bacon is my podcast is doing. Uh, they are posting and reaching out to fans for uh, if they want... Uh, like honest reviews and stuff like that. Of uh, I guess there's so I, I only saw the ad once, so I didn't like I read it, but like I haven't processed it yet. Because uh, I always find it pretty interesting. Like I I had done that years ago. I had offered to sort of do that, and um, I guess what I found is that people don't often want honest reviews, and even if they do, they're extremely hard to give, um, and. For, for all the times that I've seen, like, um, radio stations do that, like, you know, yank or crank or smash or crash or whatever the hell it is they do, uh, I've always found them to be 
not good. I mean, sometimes there's some insight in there, but like honestly, if you sit privately with like a production team or somebody with some sort of insight and they tell you honestly like what's up, like that's that's way more valuable. And I don't not I'm not saying that this idea won't work because there's lots of bands that are out there, but I think I think the problem I have with it is that bands that are looking to you for a public review don't want a public review. They just want you to tell you how great their stuff is. Like some songwriters around here come to mind. Not around here. Like I'm the only one here. Um, but like, you know, some songwriters we know. Like I feel like that is something that is people people will say they want it, but they don't actually really want it. They just want to be told how great they are. And and you know, it's fine. Like I used to have this thing with my my closer friends when they would like ask me opinions on songs. Um like, I feel like I don't have that with Jimmy and Mike anymore. Like, the three of us, when we um, when we just sort of like, hey, what do you think of this? Like, I'm expecting, like, honesty at this point. And I feel like they're expecting honesty from me, too. And I feel like I get it. And I feel like I give it, too. Because, like, I know that Mikey, I think it was actually Side Out, even. Um, I had sent that in. And Side Out used to have, like, a slightly different course. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly. I'm remembering the content correctly. I'm just not sure if I'm remembering what song it was, because um, it might not have been Side Out. It feels older than that. But um, where I had sent, I had sent the song and whatever song it was. Let's just call it Side Out. Had a different chorus, and it was a lower chorus. Like I, I like going lower because it's easier for me to sing. Obviously, uh, it's also just more in my. Uh, range and like I just tend to write there naturally. I find I write higher when I'm writing in my head because like I have a new song that I'm working on right now called The One and it is I tried to sing it for the first time out loud yesterday on the way back from a dentist appointment. I was like wow this is way higher than it was in my head because in your head you don't have to deal with stuff like vocal strain and you know simple stuff like that like not being able to reach notes. But anyway I had sent out a song and it probably had like a lower weaker chorus and Mike's response was like man you could do way better on that chorus and it's like that was that's that's the kind of honesty that you're looking for if you're honestly looking for stuff. And I've had people that have sent me like finished songs looking for my advice on stuff. I'm like, well, why would you do that? Like, why would you send me something that's already been mastered if you're looking for my advice on something? Like, you know, if you just want a yes or a no, like a good or a bad, like I can do that. Um, but like, I feel like with my, my closer friends whom I do share uh, music or they share music with me and ask for, you know, kind of opinions and stuff like that. Uh, I used to have this kind of rule. I'd be like, um, you know, if they're like, what do you really think? Like, I'd be like, okay, well, what do you like? What do you actually want? Do you want like me just to, like listen as a listener, or as a fan, or whatever, or do you want some production notes? Like Andy Sexton comes to mind. Like Andy will always ask for production notes, but in Andy's defense, like he's sending me recordings like on his phone that sounds like it was either like he's sent me some stuff that sounds like he was on the train working an idea out, and that at that early stage, it's like what direction can we even go in? And and it was really funny because recently he sent me something. And I think I talked about this on the show. He sent me a song. He played it at the Unplugged, but he sent me a song. And um, he, it was a good song, but like I just, I wanted something else out of the chorus. And I was like, I like it, but I think it needs to do this here. And I got something back, like in all caps. He's like, God damn, I knew it. Like, I knew I was feeling that. I should have just 
trusted my gut or whatever, like that kind of stuff. Like that's really good, but that's that's like tight and confidential and between friends and between we're friends, but like we're also like we have some mutual respect as songwriters and artists and stuff like that. Because I've definitely gotten songs from people that like I don't feel like they respect me as a songwriter so whenever i offer up an opinion they'll be like well you know whatever what do you know and to be perfectly honest like they have every reason to do that like i'm still sitting here in my basement i don't have any you know i mean i've been like kind of nominated for a couple of awards and stuff like that but it doesn't matter like i'm not you know ed sheeran i'm not you know you know what i mean like i'm not dj khaled as far as i'm aware i'm none of those people so like what kind of other than the quality of material that I've put out across my career, like, I don't really have any, like, you know, anything to really stand on. But, like, if people like what I do and they want to, you know, have that kind of advice, then they'll kind of ask. But I am always very careful to be like, what kind of advice do you want? <laughs> so, in that context, where it's actually kind of controlled, I feel like it's it's a lot more useful. Like, I'm going to be interested to see how this goes and how long this plays out. Because what will happen at some point... Um, because they'll probably get a couple of bands like you know maybe james will send in some of the new pathmaker and like i haven't even heard it yet but i know so much about this record that there's like already no way it can't be good do you know what i mean like maybe some things could be better maybe some things are perfect but like it's going to be one of the top records coming off the island in 2024 so like maybe they'll review that and they'll be like this this record is awesome you know or whatever like oh i would have done this here or would have done that there or whatever but I think what's going to come eventually, and that comes for all of us, is that, um, you know, somebody that we know or that the day, somebody that they know is going to send something in and it's not going to be great or it's not going to be what they want. And they'll either have to really slam it and like be, you know, hold up their integral in, in, integrity on the whole project or they'll just, you know, kind of candy coated. Like I've I've definitely caved to that for sure. When I know that people are not looking for an actual honest uh, production level response, like yeah, man, great song. Great. You know, and you know, we've all had we've all heard, you know, Jimmy's famous like, "Yeah, you were definitely up there" kind of thing. Like it's like you have to do that. So, I'm going to be interested to see like just how far that goes, but like we'll see. But, you know, they could just like everything and maybe that that's going to be great but i'm interested to see how that goes it, and the only reason i'm bringing it up is i i think it's a good idea i think it's a great way to reach new bands i just it feels like a giant pitfall like because there's there's definitely a landmine coming and jimmy more than anybody knows that you need to be careful of the landmines see how i did that yeah. that's super clever right jimmy I will tell you, uh, I don't think anybody cares, but I have heard a rough mix of uh, one of Craving's new songs. It is very, very good. In fact, the way it starts is one of the catchiest beginnings of any Craving song that I think I've ever heard. It could just be that it's new, and I'm not here to just review it with honest reviews on my show because they didn't ask me to do it, and I don't offer that product. However, if Craving... If Craving Strange is interested in getting an honest review of their new songs, I do know the guys over at Bimp, so, like, then maybe they could send it there and get an honest review. I actually, I'd like to see Mikey, like, honestly review it in front of Jimmy. <laughs> or watch Jimmy, like, interview it, like, review it in front of Chris and Monty and Frank. Like, I think that'd be... Oh, I don't even know what that would be like. Put in my little head here. <laughs> it's just... just... 
what are we doing today? I have no idea. Um, so I was going to say something about work, whatever, but I don't remember. Uh, I just, I know that I just, I went into work like full speed ahead. Like I had so much going on, like full speed that like I just have not stopped all morning and that's, that's why I was late. <laughs> I know that nobody wanted to know, but that, that is indeed why I was late, so. <coughs> Uh, just checking out the chat. Oh, Mikey's there. Yeah, we were being pretty safe about things. Fun story that happened. I reviewed a song last week. Oh, so, so yeah. So my future predictions about stuff that has already happened has come true. Like, look at me. It is I, Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mikey. It's a super uncomfortable position to be in. Uh, I don't envy it, but like, I do applaud your efforts to try and expand the brand. I know I was having that conversation, uh, not conversation, I was, was just discussing, like trying to figure out, that's what it was, trying to figure out like the best way to actually do this, to expand this brand here, and I just, again, like I can't even seem to promote just the very simple aspects of this show, so I don't, like until I have more time and, and, and come up with a better way, like I really, I really should go back to some of my interviews and stuff like that, I just, I don't have time to do any prep anymore, like I barely get here on time, so anyway, um, so yeah, so uh, in terms of what's going on in the world politically, I just want to touch upon uh, this just a, a wee little bit uh, because I'm just I'm becoming more and more amused, uh, and I didn't think that was possible, but I am becoming more and more amused with this fake Republican base uh, of Trump supporters because it is just it is just bananas, honestly, in my opinion, some of the stuff that's going on, and I've said. I've said for a long time, like, when it comes to some of the diehard Trump supporters, like, I kind of need you to, like, look around. And I know that none of them listen. Well, that's not true. Not none of them. A very small handful of Trump supporters listen to my show. And what I would kind of offer, what I would kind of offer up is I just want you to look left and right and just see who you're in league with. Now, I was laughing so goddamn hard on Monday because one of these uh, Trump tweeters, uh, Lauren something, she's a huge conspiracy theorist, definitely like loves all the deep state stuff and like truly believes that like, you know, the election was stolen, which, you know, I'm, I'm getting so tired of, no, I'm not getting, I am, I am so tired of people that when like you're having a disagreement with them they're, they're they're just refusing and i know it's part of the dunning kruger effect but like they're they're just refusing to like kind of let go of their beliefs because they believe them now i'm going to tell you this and this should come as a shock to nobody the simple fact that you believe something or believe something to be true does not make it so with with the possible caveat of you being the leading you know, expert in your field. Like if Neil deGrasse Tyson says he believes something to be true about astrophysics. Yeah, that's a that's a real strong argument for something to be true. But even a dude like that is very careful to point out that, you know, these are all theories. When you're talking about like the age of the universe, like he doesn't have like 
unlike President Obama, like there is no birth certificate for the beginning of the universe, right? Like, so he's very careful to to navigate that. And a lot of authorities is like, nope, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is what it is. And like, you know, a lot of stuff that we just don't know for sure are theories, and we believe them to be true and stuff like that. Like the James Webb Telescope is telling us basically new stuff every week about the birth and the origins of the of the universe, and that's. That's important stuff. We have a new tool. We have new information. But the fact that some of these Trumpers would be like, "See, see, like science isn't isn't fact. Like, you know, people, science is wrong all the time. Ipso facto, vaccines are poison. Like, that's just not how it works. And and pretty much anybody that's like speaking like that isn't qualified to speak on those sort of things. So it's just funny to me that they still insist on doing it. But like, that does seem to be the problem. So this 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 twat. Like she was just saying, um, she was saying that it's very cold in Iowa, which it is. Uh, it was like the coldest it's been in like 50 years. And she had the audacity to like tweet to all of her followers that it was probably the Biden administration that was just ramping up the weather control machine to make it so cold uh, that that Trump wouldn't win the uh, the caucuses there. Is Biden ramping up the the weather machine, Jimmy? It's always enough. Right, of course not. It's absolutely a ridiculous statement. And to be perfectly honest, Trump was supposed to sweep the state anyway. Like, what difference does it make if you're keeping everybody? Like, I understand if it was like the general election, you'd have more of a theory. But like, it wasn't. It wasn't a general election. It was just the Republican caucuses, some outdated version of like the way to vote. And by the way, like we could talk about how, how really archaic like the, the caucuses are. Like it's just beyond ridiculous. But I would also like to offer my counter conspiracy theory, which is that all the Trump supporters in Iowa, they all got together and opened their refrigerator and their freezers and their front door. And they're the ones that caused it to be cold because they knew what they were doing because they all had their big hard R hats on. So they were going to be warm enough to go to these caucuses, but they wanted to freeze out the Nikki Haley supporters, the Ron DeSantis supporters, who are probably Florida and South Carolina, uh, disrespectfully, and then maybe even some of the write-in candidates, like, or even that Vivek guy who's just beyond ridiculous anyway. So I would argue that it's actually the Trump supporters that caused it to be so goddamn cold in Iowa to keep all the, you know, the South Carolina and Florida supporters, uh, those candidates, to keep them out of, of going to the caucuses. Because that's that makes way more sense to me as a conspiracy theory. I mean, like, the reality is, like, I I personally think, and again, I'm not an expert. I think when it comes to the November election, I think that I think that Biden's going to have a much easier time defeating Trump than he would Nikki Haley or 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 Ron DeSantis, because the people that don't like Trump anymore are the people that actually own the fact that he is a bad dude and he's doing bad stuff and he is threatening the democracy of this country. Whether you believe it or not is irrelevant because the stuff that he's already done that he's admitted to and certainly the stuff that he's been accused of. I mean, I'm not even talking about the stuff that, the, you know, the court, but the stuff that he's actually said, done and said and said that he's done is enough of a reason to prove like what a bad dude he is and how dangerous it will be. I mean, the simple fact that the highest, you know, the most conservative people in the country like are like super sounding the alarm at how dangerous this dude is. Because he's looking to go kind of fascist on it, on on stuff like you know he's defying the courts, he's defying court orders. Like he thinks he has he has complete control. Like I talked to you last week about how 
his lawyer argued that as a president, he has immunity for like ordering a hit on his political rivals as long as he's not impeached and then convicted by the Senate. That's bananas. Like we have basic laws in this country, and his lawyer, by extension, him, is are, are arguing that he is above that, and that's what fascists and dictators do. So, like the real conservatives, the real Republicans in this country, are sounding all kinds of alarms about how dangerous this is going to be. So, I think that Biden actually is going to have a much easier chance. Now, do I wish it wasn't Biden running? Yeah, I kind of do. I think he's done a fantastic job, and I really do. And I've pressed everybody with: if you take the border off the table, find me anything that Biden has done that you don't that isn't been good for this country. Like you can't. The really nobody has come back to me with anything about that, except maybe like oil executives or uh, people that are trying to run like Bitcoin frauds. Like they seem to really be anti any of this stuff, and that's completely understandable. But like nobody's got anything for real. Like that they they hate Biden for they just hate Biden because they hate Biden I I guess that's what it is if it's just the if you take the border off the table we'll talk about the border some other time so I mean like it's just really quite something and it just speaks to just the the insanity that's going on amongst some of these hardcore supporters that this is what they are choosing to lead their their country with. Tony actually brought me some, something finally, somebody that had a reason to support Trump that wasn't racism or being a billionaire. And it was like he wanted to hunt in the, you know, the national forests, like our national preserves, I guess like Yellowstone. I guess he wants to go to Jellystone and kill like, you know, Yogi and Boo Boo, which like I guess if that's really your most important issue that you want to hunt in our national forests, like and I guess can't, which I which I also don't understand because we immediately like here in the Northeast we're like, dude, we're paying people to come and hunt deer in the in, on the east end of Long Island and all through New Jersey. I mean, every year in New Jersey they're like, please come shoot these deer because there's 27 billion of them and they're all over the place and they pose a threat to themselves because they'll eat themselves out of house and home or you know Everglades and home or whatever it is Evergreens and home. Uh, so like I I don't I don't know what they want to hunt. I mean I guess. There are people that want to, like, hunt, like, buffalo and bison. Like, I know that, but, like, it's the same people that want to go to Africa and, like, hunt lions and, and elephants and right now. Like, these are endangered species, and we collectively, as a as a world, have decided, like, we don't want people to hunt those because they have teeny little dicks and want to put those things up on their wall. Like, we've all agreed to that, and I understand that you might not like that because you're rich and entitled, but, like, this isn't about you. It's how an us works. And people that just don't like that just aren't going to like that. And that's fine. But at least it was a reason. There was no racism whatsoever involved in Huntington. Hunting, hunting in national forests, unless, of course, he's looking to hunt brown and black people, which, again, we've all decided you're not allowed to. Right? Like, that's it. Now, if you're in Texas, you are technically allowed to hunt any woman that's got an abortion out of state. But that's a whole other thing. Um, but I again, I would just implore any of any of the people that listen to me uh, that are true Trump supporters, like just take a look left and right and just see who is on your team at this point. I know I do this all the time. Like I, I tend to be drifting more towards the center uh, because the extreme rhetoric on the left about like you know individual rights is too much for me. Like for for as much as like the the, the super rich white guy that wants to hunt a black rhinoceros, of which there's like five left in the world. He does not have that right to do it. I'm getting very tired of the extreme left and everybody's individual rights to do whatever they want. I'm sorry. That's just not how a society works together. 
yes, there are always going to be outliers, but no, we cannot break society down so that every single, like, fractal version of a person has an individual right. It's just impossible to do it that way. And anybody that knows me knows how much I've been been, been complaining for a decade about New York regula- regulation because it's always there's always so much regulation in New York that you can't really do anything. And granted, a lot of it comes from like having to put a rule in place because some asshole just didn't follow the basics of why you can't do those things, right? Like you need a permit to have like clo- was it cloven-footed animals? That a permit you can't really even get. Like if I want to get a pig or a sheep, like I can't really do that in the town of Huntington or the county of Suffolk. I mean, you can, but you like you have to have like special stuff and zoning and all that other stuff. And the reason that is, it's not because one dude just wanted to own like a micro pig, right? You know that. It's that one, you know, person like got a whole bunch of sheep and like pigs and like they ran into their neighbor's yard and they ate their neighbor's fence or they you know knocked down telephone poles or they ran into the street because they just didn't 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 keep their own shit in order and so somebody had to put a rule down and now there's a rule down that affects all the rest of us that are just trying to do stuff it's kind of like that famous like sort of cosby thing where a parent gets so mad he makes so, some ridiculous ruling that like just affects everybody blindly and it's it's just a bad thing so I get it I understand like you might want you know this that or the other thing but like just take a look around you and see what's on your team I feel like the left is starting to do a pretty good 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 job of distancing themselves from all this ridiculous nonsense and all the ridiculous pushing that's going on from the extreme far left. I do think there's definitely some issues that need to be sorted out with transgender rights. Uh, the fact that LGBTQ rights are kind of under under the gun again needs to be looked at. The fact that we're repealing rights for women that have been basically, you know, part of our law system for 40 years and stuff without even batting so much of an eye, I think is 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 a is a function of that, and that's the kind of stuff we need to be careful of because that is exactly what the plan is like you have people asking for the moon and the stars it's like let's start taking away this kind of stuff while they're not looking so like that's the stuff we need to be careful of on the left but again i implore the people on my right to just take a look around and see who you're in league with and see if that's actually who you want to be in league with because i think when we come down to the individual issues a lot of us agree a lot like the, the the problem in the world is not people on like WIC or or the the SNAP program. Like these are like the women and infant and children like food program. Like nobody should be against that. Like you know like like single moms or whatever you know with with infant children need food and they need help. Like you would think the party that's making women have you know babies against their will if they don't want to would understand that those babies would then be born and need to be fed but this is what we're dealing with the republicans the the maga republicans in congress are trying to remove all of that funding because everybody should be able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and everybody should be able to get a large you know inheritance from their father Saul Goodman so that they can start globotrim like i understand that that's what they believe it's just not actually what happens so like do you really want to be in a party with somebody that wants women and like their their infant children to go hungry? Like, is that what you're about? Is it? Because that's what you're supporting. So again, 
I'm going to shut up now because I've already talked too long and I can't believe it's already 1230. I'm so sorry for wasting all your time talking about that. It's time to get some music and, you know, have yourself a good day and good luck to everything Bimp is trying to do. And don't forget to check out the top 20, like and subscribe and all that other stuff. And uh, I did happen to notice when I logged in before, it was Kate's birthday from 18th and Addison. So I figured that would be a good way to kick off our local music block. Uh, Well, uh, how about when I'm alone, which is kind of what I am right now.